Welcome to Coffee with Kojo, a podcast produced by students in the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. My name is Rocky Daly, and I'm an associate professor in the school. Coffee with Kojo is hosted by graduate student McCade Iverson. Our 14th episode features a conversation with new Kojo faculty member, Dr. Katie Caduto. Dr. Caduto comes to South Dakota State University after finishing her PhD at Ohio State University. McCade was able to catch up with Dr. Caduto earlier this week. So you are new to South Dakota this year, right? Yes, I am. So where are you from and what do you think about Brookings so far? So I moved here from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I graduated from Ohio State and came here. So I lived in Ohio all of my life before coming here. So I'm originally from Northeast Ohio, bopped down to Columbus to do my PhD and came here. So this is my first time outside of Ohio. Um, And so far, I really love Brookings. I genuinely feel like it's a breath of fresh air. Um, Columbus is the capital of Ohio. So I'm coming from, you know, a really big (laughs) city um, and a really big university. So I I appreciate Brookings because I, I love a good college town anyway. And I, you know, I feel a little more freedom, I would say. And like I said, just a little more room to breathe. And so I, you know, I appreciate the change of pace. I really am enjoying it so far. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Brookings is definitely small compared to a lot of college towns, which I mean, I've been in South Dakota my whole life, so I've never really noticed the change like personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, this is kind of a weird year to move to a new city, let alone a new state. It definitely is. (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, Brookings, it's definitely, um, it's a very involved community usually. I mean, it still is, but obviously under different circumstances this year. So I mean, once you're here longer and the pandemic's over and all that, you'll get to experience more of like the, you know, the right, like the true community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, downtown has a lot of stuff. Um, I'm sure you've at least tried some of the restaurants and things like that. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. I've had a good mix of experiences. I feel like, like I've you know done some takeout. I've gone to places like one thing I've appreciated is how many patios there yes. are. So I've definitely taken advantage of being able to be, outside and you know try some places you know still being safe obviously but yes definitely have been able to take advantage of some of those things yeah good good so i also know that you have a couple of cats yes so um how how did they do with the move because it's got to take a while to get here from ohio i could imagine so yes so if i (laughs) if i had gone straight through it would have been um a 15 hour drive. (laughs) So I broke it up over the course of three days. Um, And so they got to, my cats got to experience a hotel for the first time. (laughs) So that was thrilling (laughs) for them. So the first place I stopped was in Chicago and I had a friend who helped me move. So I had a a second cat wrangler (laughs) with me. So the first night we were in Chicago on our drive and one of my cats, Buffy. So I have a tortoiseshell cat named Buffy and a little orange cat named Finn. And Buffy definitely managed to get into the box spring of the hotel bed. Oh no. <laughs> Chicago. So that was an adventure. Um, 
she was easy to get out. You just needed to, you know, shake her treats at her. So it wasn't <laughs> terrible or anything, but I was like, okay, we are truly on an adventure now. Yeah. So from Chicago, we went to Madison and I think the Madison, uh, Wisconsin hotel was the cat's favorite. They really you know, enjoy, enjoyed that country and in sweets uh. <laughs> in Madison, but no, they were really good. Actually, the whole drive was, I, you know, I just, I feel like you always plan for something to go wrong you know like no matter how well prepared you are I just kind of anticipate like something's you know something's got to give but the drive overall was totally fine and the cats actually were really good I just I gave them a lot of catnip and they were like this is kind of awesome <laughs> like yeah. they were they're really enjoying themselves so actually yeah like the whole journey of getting here was totally smooth never an good. issue mm -hmm. good that's always a nice, pleasant surprise. Because like you said, it, you definitely, no matter how you're traveling, even if it's just for a trip, I usually expect something to go wrong along the way yeah. too. And I don't have any pets. So, and I still, I still, you know, expect something to go wrong. But, um, so I'm glad everything went smooth for you. Yeah, are, it was a pleasant, again, just a pleasant journey. Mm -hmm. How are the cats doing with Brookings, your new home? They also love it. <laughs> they, yeah. I, they definitely are liking my new apartment. Like I have really big windows. So um, they look out those pretty much all day. They also get to look out. So I live right downtown. So they can see downtown and you know, lots of the three of us people watch all together. Yeah. <laughs> all together. Um, but no, they are also like they've adjusted really well as well, which has been good. Um, so yeah, no. No cat concerns. We're, we're all thriving. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I suppose living downtown, you probably do get some entertainment all the time. <laughs> yeah, lots of free entertainment, which yeah. I'm not complaining mm -hmm. about. And that's part of why I wanted to live downtown, because I figured it was a great way to get to know the community. And I've decided that even before the pandemic and now with you know COVID kind of over everything, even if I'm not out and about I can still you know I'm right there part of everything and so mm -hmm. you know I, I do get a lot of free entertainment but I also you know just kind of get to see things as they're happening uh like around Labor Day when the motorcycle parade went through like mm -hmm. that was something I didn't even know was a thing um and so I got to see that you know so there's definitely a lot of perks to it and also just being able to you know walk right outside and walk around downtown get to see things get familiar with things that's been really really nice mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I I personally think of downtown as kind of like the soul of Brookings because that's kind of where everything just naturally takes place. And like you mm -hmm. said, with um, it was the motorcycle parade yeah. or something. Yeah. I see, yeah, and I didn't even know that that was happening. So I suppose being down there, you kind of just automatically get to see everything going on. And um, yeah, like you know, you just start to like you can hear things going on outside, or like I you know if I sit outside on my balcony, like you know, it just kind of naturally happens, which has been really nice. Like my, I feel like my apartment has been even better because of COVID. Like I would have liked it anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. But having the opportunity to feel still, you know, central to things and get to experience some of those is really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Cause when did you actually move, make the move to Brookings? So I started driving from Ohio the very end of July. And so I got here uh, July 31st and then um actually was moving into my apartment august 1st so okay yeah so i've been here just over two months now okay nice 
-hmm. Yeah. And I know, um, hopefully next summer when everything is hopefully back to normal by then, um, fingers are crossed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fingers are crossed for sure. There's a, all the time there's stuff going on in Brookings. I, I went to SCSU in undergrad too. So I've always been kind of back and forth for Mm -hmm. summers, um, throughout the years. And there's always, always, always something going on downtown. So that's a nice place to be if you're, you know, interested in that kind of stuff and you like to get into those things. So my other question was, um, I know you mentioned to me earlier that you are a Browns fan and you're super excited about their recent win. Jade, a graduate teaching assistant, just actually stopped by my office right before we started this. And I mentioned to her that I was going to be interviewing you mm-hmm. and she wanted me to make sure that I gave you some grief because she, she actually got it a little confused. She was thinking that the Cowboys won just this past oh, no. Sunday. But yeah, I know. I was like, wait, what? No, that, that's not what Katie told me. That's not what Katie said. So I like, I don't really follow sports too much. So I kind of, but I like to watch other people kind of mm-hmm. have their, have their yeah, little yeah. rivalries and stuff. So. so I, yes, I am a Browns fan. I was not actually raised a Browns fan despite growing up in Northeast <laughs> Ohio. Uh, my mom and her family are big Steelers fans. So that was how I was raised. But I worked, so when I worked in advertising, I moved to Cleveland and lived in Cleveland. And um, it is my favorite place I've ever lived. I've definitely become one of those people who, you know, we refer to Cleveland as the land. It's the best place. And it really still is one of my favorite places. And so I feel like I just kind of naturally adopted all of the sports teams because they're so reflective of the city, in my opinion, and kind of the grit and the hardworking nature there. So yes, I have embraced the Browns and I feel so linked to the city every time the Browns win, you know, we're all celebrating from wherever we live, whenever they lose, which is more often, (laughs) you know, we still, I, I, I like that kind of shared experience I have in that like remaining connection to the city, even though I don't live there. And I think that also stems like, I love the Cavs and I lived in Cleveland when the Cavs won the championship and that's something like that's a night I'll never forget like I can like that just really stuck with me and so I think that you know it's it's a deep meaning to me I guess uh and you know I love I love a good football game like love sports on in the background but I definitely particularly have that strong feeling because of living in Cleveland sure did you ever get to go to a like the actual game in Cleveland like an actual beer or um, Browns game or anything yeah I've gone to all the major sports teams games at least once like we uh (laughs) when I lived in Cleveland it was when the Browns were really bad (laughs) which is something um but like we went to I went with a bunch of friends to one of the Monday night football games and that was when uh, the Browns were playing the Ravens and the Browns were so bad like there was talk of the game being blacked out on oh, TV, no. like not even showing it, oh, and no. we we were able to get Monday Night Football tickets for uh, seven dollars a piece. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a it was a time, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> yeah, I mean I suppose you might as I mean even if they're gonna lose, at least you still get to. And be that's there what we said. And... We were like, why wouldn't we take advantage of this? Like it's a Monday Night game, which is kind of cool anyway. Like it's so affordable. What are we really losing? Like our dignity's right. already hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like that's that. already gone. Might as well. Yeah. Just... Like we've already given up on that. Um, but yeah, like we, 
I've like gone to Indians games, Cavs games. That was always, um, especially because all of that is downtown in Cleveland. So again, it's kind of, there's a lot of harmony there. Like there was a night back when I was living there too, where like each team was playing in some capacity. And so nights like that were always just really fun and everything was pretty walkable from where I live. So again, it was one of those, like, even if it was a last minute decision, like, why not go? Yeah, that's nice. So, cause I can only imagine that Cleveland is kind of like any other city with a sporting team or a sports team where, you know, everything stops on game day and everybody kind of comes together in their jerseys and whatnot. And yep. Just goes crazy. <laughs> so Exactly. What was it like living in Cleveland in general? I can only assume it's probably a little different than Brookings. Yeah, I Cleveland and Columbus are you know similar but different in my mind. Like they're both very large cities and obviously I spent a fair amount of time in both of those. And you know, I mean it's a large city is different. I hate traffic and so mm-hmm. that was one thing I never enjoyed <laughs> in either of those. So a huge perk uh, for Brookings. But I also got my, so I did my undergrad and my master's at Kent State, which is in Ohio. So it's in Kent, Ohio. And Brookings reminds me so much of Kent. Like the the size, kind of the vibe of it all, but also, you know, Kent was close to Cleveland in a similar way that Brookings is close to Sioux Falls. Hmm. So I also feel like you know, I like knowing that there's a city nearby, even if I don't live in it. And so like, even when I was living in Cleveland, then like, I still went back to Kent a lot because I really loved that college town and, you know, still had friends there and places I still liked to go. And so I kind of like, I think that's another reason why I am enjoying Brookings so much and why I feel the transition has been so easy is that, you know, it's South Dakota, but it still feels really familiar um, and familiar in ways that, you know, I really like too. Sure. Was Kent about the same size as SDSU then? Uh, Kent is a little bigger, but it's a little, it's, yeah, still closer. I mean, Ohio State, I don't know, Ohio State might actually be the largest university in the country right now. Like, I know it usually rotates, it usually rotates through the top, like, two or three. I mean, it's so big. (laughs) Um, And so Kent is definitely not as big as that. And Mm -hmm. Kent, so I also was, I did journalism at Kent State and, so the Kent State journalism program reminds me a lot of Kojo here. So again, there's just there felt like a lot of harmony between some of my past experiences and you know what I can do here, which I really, mm-hmm. really liked. Yeah, absolutely. Well yeah, and I mean, kinda like I mentioned earlier, it's a a weird time to obviously move to a new place, but I mean you're also starting a new job like you you're (laughs) you know (laughs) like that's probably got to be a little different and um I think for the most part everybody's done a fairly good job at you know staying connected and always talking with each other still so yeah I've definitely been impressed with like the level of outreach and communication I've had with you know fellow faculty members but also with the students I feel you know well welcomed by like kind of every group you can imagine, which has been really nice. Like I definitely haven't felt, you know, alone or like if I feel like I don't know where something is or how to do something like I, any person I've asked, whether student, faculty, staff, like I've definitely been helped pretty immediately, like, which I really appreciate. So yeah, starting a new job right now is weird, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's not, 
it is not nearly as impossible as I think you could expect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously a little biased, but I think Kojo is probably a good place to have that. Not that there's any ideal situation for this, but I mean, if there were to be, then it'd be this, I think. But is there anything else that you wanted to throw out there? I would say my only other like fun thing about not only other but like the one other thing I thought about with like (laughs) which is so funny like you know downtown here compared to downtown Kent like I think my favorite coffee shops now are in Kent and Brookings like I have really (laughs) appreciated the coffee scene here that's been a real highlight for me (laughs) yeah we definitely I mean given the size of Brookings we definitely have a a good amount and it's yeah, variety it's, too like it's not just the same thing on every block it's you know no i like i have been just delighted by <laughs> the selection and like i don't know i think i'm also just looking forward to you know experiencing fall here like i do mm-hmm. feel like south dakota so far has been it has much more of that like big sky feel that ohio does not have and so i feel like it's been just like generally really beautiful and so you know I'm just I have I'm like really enjoying my vision of myself with like my coffee (laughs) and the leaves (laughs) falling like yeah it's really been I'm really into it yeah well that's so I mean that's always got to be a comforting feeling and I suppose being from Ohio you probably are familiar with winters and stuff yeah that's I I don't know if I'm totally ready for here but I I mean we've had our polar vortexes yeah. so I you know I have a parka I have mm. all the winter gear like it might get a little colder here mm. but I think I'm at least a little ready yeah you're bracing yourself yeah I'm it's... bracing myself absolutely yeah well good good to hear it all right well thanks yeah. for being on here Katie yeah no problem talk to you later thank you yeah thanks be sure to download our talk with Jim on October 23rd This podcast is a property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through AMP Music.